Yo, internets, you are tuned in to the Combat Jack Show, combatjackshow.com. What's up, A-King? Salutations. Man, any announcements? A lot. What? Like what, man? What's that, the... Uh... You hear you hear now film festival film festival. Listen, Listen this that's weekend future. That's future. this weekend on Saturday, <laughs> uh, me and Mena will be out in Anaheim, California. We'll be part yep. of this now hear this podcast festival where we will be interviewing live on stage DJ Quick. Mm. So LA come out, Cali come out, you know what uh, I'm saying, and support us. What else? What else is going uh, on, man? I want to give a shout out to the Rush Foundation, Rush Philanthropic Foundation. They had me host their Gold Rush. Um, award show you did a this past weekend. You did a phenomenal job. No, I really appreciate that, man. That that podium was hot, though, my my dude. <laughs> I hate sweating in front of people, man. Yeah, now you did good, though. Thank man. you, man. What else? Why are you so toned down today, man? What you mean? Like you sound real mellowed out. Oh, it's Monday, man. I'm just Monday. Yeah, you got kicked that bitch in the chest. <laughs> you got it. Listen, if anything Trump taught me, mm. is that you got to grab Monday by the pussy. Mm. Trump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta grab Monday by the pussy. I was about to I was about to Instagram that shit today. I was like, I don't know if I can get away with it. From Listen. <laughs> Listen, man, a lot's changed since the last time I spoke spoke to you, I man. See. Yo, I listen, see. let's welcome to the Combat Jack yeah. Show properly. One of my favorite people, man, oh, man. In, in, in in this game. And alive, Joe Button. What's happening, Jersey. sir? What's up? What's up? What's up? Salutations. Salutations. That's man. normally my intro, man. It's fucking guy. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Yeah. You swagger, Jack. You swagger, Jack and Joe. I had Joe to. Button. I had to. I had yeah, to. It's fine. It's fine. Yo, Joe, it's good seeing you, good, man. Good to be here. Good to be seen. Good to see you guys. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank C you for having me. Congrats on the new album, Raging Thank the you. Machine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's what being you? received well. It sounds pretty good, from what I've heard, man. Yeah. No. It's, it sounds real um, focused. Yes. Um, would you say you're Probably more focused now than you've been recently or in the past in terms of your your musical craft. One hundred percent. Why? One hundred percent. I was off it. I mean, if we're just gonna be, the passion was dwindling a bit for it, and and that that's probably uh, that's probably what I'll attribute that to the p passion, lack of it. Um, God was so prevalent in so many areas this year that that changed quickly, quickly. And and A Rab A Rab did amazing. Uh, he inspired me. I inspired he. The energy that we had together, um, and it made for a very different sound, a unique sound, one that I probably thought would take some getting used to from uh, hard hardcore Joe Budden fans. But I thought that other people would be a bit more welcoming to the sound. Right. Is it easier to work with one producer throughout a project as opposed to having like a scattering of producers out there? Um. With Arab, it was it was it's fairly simple. Arab has always been a guy who, you know, he would come to a slowdown session or any session I would see Arab in, and anytime you see him, and everybody has a story about Arab. Arab will play nine thousand beats in any session, and you'll like most of them right. um, if you're into his sound. Right. So so him and I, we've worked together. He's been on every slowdowns project. It's been on my last four albums, two mixtapes. So I mean, we have a rapport. Um, so it was rather easy with him. He came up. He loves hip hop. I love hip hop. We lived together. He played beats. I fed him songs. We chopped him up. We hung out. We did, we just hung, and that's and you could probably hear that in the music too. It sounds it, so, it you, sounds like y'all have that connection. You, we were together. Right. It, it wasn't just you know him emailing me some beats and and me just going to do what I had to do. He was there for the whole ride. He was in the studio. He was in the crib. He was in the Drake beef. He was he was in it all. Did he <laughs> did, did he tell you at certain points? Because this is what I love about classic hip-hop producers. It doesn't matter if it's Big, Rest, rest in Peace, or, or Jay. Some of the best producers be like, yo, Jay, mm -hmm. say it different. Say, say it. Did, 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 did A-Rab do that with you? 
No. He didn't he didn't come in and interrupt? No. No, because when, when I'm in there, and I hate when people do that, when I'm in the booth experimenting, right. if something is sounding off or sounding different, don't tell me when I am come out the booth. I'm at my place of work. Right. Um, not saying it's about A-Rap because right. he's a producer, um, but when I'm in the booth, I get with the engineer Parks and me and I'm on the same page and he lets me figure it out and play with it. So by the time I'm presenting the song to A-Rap, it's not, it's not much to be said. I have filtered through all the bullshit. So you've already done, yeah, I've done his work before he, yes. he comes to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how is it right now being a hundred percent independent? Because this is your first one hundred percent. I'm learning. Right. I'm 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 learning. It's a different it's a different process. Uh everything about it is different. So far, so good for me. But it's isn't it crazy how many gears you gotta be in charge of with regard to an independent record? Yes. Yes, it's a promo. It's, it's a lot. distribution. Make sure the shit is in the stores. Make it's sure, well, not even the stores, at. but make sure the shit is on the site. Yeah, make sure it's out. Make sure it's on the fucking rack. Shit, right. all week I had a lot of people tell me they had to ask the people at Best Buy to bring it out the back. I don't know. I haven't visited a CD store in so long for a CD. You know, when I go to Best Buy, it's for a fucking gadget <laughs> or a TV or some shit. So I don't know what the CD people are doing. It's crazy, man. So what's what's been the toughest part in terms of adapting as an independent label? Um, awareness and visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm in this new situation, but I'm such a, a veteran. So one, it's hard to get people to see you in a different light or accept different music from you. You've boxed yourself in uh, for so long. It don't matter that I've had club success or or mainstream or commercial success, or I can make that type of record. Uh, it don't matter if you got a group of slaughterhouse and the shit is hard. They still will look at you in a certain light. So. You have to do your best to just spread the spread the music. I tried to let the music do most of the talking for me, because uh, clearly, anytime I open my mouth, some shit just goes south. <laughs> I mean, you think, but Joe, one one of the things like when you came in, I said I, I definitely you're one of my favorite people because you you you're so random and spontaneous, particularly in this world of media. Media. Mm. Do you think like you know? I think people see you kind of as like the spectacle but they also do remember that you're incredible at the pen you think yeah, that people have boxed you in for real no 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 and, and i'm talking about um cordial button fans right like those people may have got used to a certain style of music the people that fell in love with mood music from me some other people may have written me off long ago but just today just navigating through the interwebs as you say with your music as an independent you know it's um, um, 10 billion artists out there. What will you do to separate yourself? How will you get your music heard? So without depending on relying on a label. Right. Without having anybody at a label to yell at. Without saying, you know, kind of on your own. I like it like this. Yeah, but 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 you're in such a unique lane. Do you still have to reestablish that? I don't have to do anything. I can stay in my joke. Oh, no, I do what the fuck I want right, to do. Exactly. I do what I want to do. I, nev- I, let, I never let the fans or, or media or dictate my next move or my current move. Fuck that. I work too hard. I work too hard. <laughs> Yo, one of the things that I love on this album, man, is, is seeing you collaborate with with Fab, man. Y'all came out roughly at the same time, like the Clue Tapes and the mm-hmm. whole nine, and both of y'all are still rapping. Yeah. Fresh, man. What's, what's, what's the kinship? Fab, like? What's the relationship? Fab is, like? Fab is my guy. We, we have all, we've somehow managed to stay together throughout the duration of our careers. And, and I mean that like living up the street from one another, like, just being close to women, being connected there. Like, we've always just managed to stay connected, and it's great. I tell Fab all the time, he's like my only rapper friend. Like is, my he only own, is, he, friend. is he your only industry, like, rapper friend? Yeah, probably. I'm not counting my, my brothers, of, right, course. of course. I'm not of counting course. my group, but right. outside of that, 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because you mentioned um, losing the passion, but how do you still, like, I wouldn't be able to tell. No, 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 no. your pen game. Yeah, no, no. That you lost passion. And I think that was a big thing. You know, that's become a, a conversation as of late with this whole inspired, uninspired, because my fans have quoted me saying that I was uninspired on my last project, mm. but that was still some of the best writing I've ever done. I would agree, because was, you were talking about yeah, relationships. It was, it, was, the, it was from the heart. Right. It was of so much substance, even if I wasn't having the greatest time pinning it. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that work that work is it's special. It's special. That, that album, All Love Lost, will probably be, it will probably be heralded the further I go. Mm. That's crazy. It's one of those. So, um, talking about Fabulous being your neighbor. My how, guy. How your neighbors treating you these days? Oh, oh no, well, listen, man. Fab, Fab is cool, No, but I'm, ta- I'm not talking about Fab. I'm talking oh, about your, re- regular uh, your regular neighbor. Are they still harassing oh, no, you, Oh, no, no, I'm cool. You I'm, cool? I'm, I'm cool now. Yo, what, what happened that day, man? <laughs> I, I was got up to go get some coffee. <laughs> no, I need coffee in the morning. Right. I'm, I'm I, not, I, I am too, not though. very coherent. Right. If my and I wake up early. Right. So if I'm up at six in the morning, my mom is calling me at six oh one because they know I'm saying, nah, I need my coffee. It's one of those type of things. So I go to the fucking car, I'm trying to go get the coffee, Dunkin' Donuts, and I see two men <laughs> but they look of foreign descent. Right. There's a lot of that on that block. Right. I'm not paying any mind. So I get in my car until they approach the vehicle and and then I can't hear myself anymore. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop for a second. 11.55. It might just be the headphones. Yeah, oh, there yeah, we go. We back. We, we back. We, we back. back on. We back on. Long so, as we was recording, I no, can no, still we, talk. We, we good. So, 11, right. so, go ahead, man. So, fucking, um, so I get out the car to go, like, I can, I'm in shock. I'm in a state of shock. And, and I noticed that those are kids. Those right. are children. So, I'm like, all right, we'll just leave it alone. Kids being kids. Uh. And they managed to stay on that black block for the duration of the day. They was coming, they was driving, they was parking a few houses up. And as the day went, the crap, there was more of them, more of them started to come. Uh, so I then spent, they was fucking my football football up, my <laughs> movies, my, they was fucking everything. Because you kept looking out the window or you kept, how was they fucking your shit up? I'm trying to watch football. Right. They fucking kids, they have my house surrounded, throwing shit. Oh, they throwing shit? Yeah. What are they throwing, man? I wouldn't fucking know. I wasn't going outside. <laughs> Pebbles. At this point, because right. I don't know how to get mad, so that's why I don't get mad. What you mean you don't know how to get mad? I don't know how to properly get mad. You just, I don't know. Just, I don't. When I get upset and angry and mad, crazy shit is happening. I right. don't know how to do it correctly. I see what you're saying. So I try to just be, be of good spirit. Right. So I'm in the house trying to figure out what to do with these fucking kids. Like, why don't you call? Why don't you call fucking nine one one? Be like, yo. I mean, you're in Jersey, man. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You live in a neighborhood. And I played loud music in my Edgewater home. Yes. And all of the cops are not so friendly. That's true. When they see me. That's true. I mean, if you just want me to keep it a buck, right, of course. Okay. I've had my own history right. dealing with some of the police, not all of them, in. Uh, in, 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 in the Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so that so calling the police is not an option. It wasn't my first option. Right. Okay. That certainly wasn't going to be my first option. My first option was uh, shit that was maybe a little off. Right. You know, <laughs> it doesn't need to be discussed on 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 the podcast. Uh, so I'm now now I got a think tank sitting in my living room. It's me. It's sin. It's fucking ice. It's it's a few of us. Right. In there. Trying to figure out figure out what to do before I you feel, um, do you feel trapped in your own home at this time like these kids? Well, no, because I'm a homebody. Right, okay. I'm a homebody, and I'm, I'm try. I want to be trapped in home because right. if I go out there, I'm liable to hurt one of these kids. Right, 
And I don't want to hurt one of the of kids because I don't want to go to jail. Or, or get sued. Yeah, or get sued. Right. I mean, I'm, just, I'm not about that. Right. I'm just okay. not about beating up kids yeah. on my block. Right, right. Um, so my, we ended up catching them. We caught them. You chased them. No, what happened was I had a friend that was on his way, and by now the story is viral. Right. Uh, so when my friend turned my turned the corner to my block, he called me, and he said, "Yo, I think I got these kids blocked in. Their car was here, and now they're trying to they see me, so they're trying to bounce." So, so I said, "All right, good. You stay right there. I'm gonna chase them to you." Yeah, yeah, and and then they ended up getting in their car. And, and driving another block or so before the whole ordeal happened. Did you have any idea that this would become a meme? No, no. I don't know how the, the world is functioning today. So, like, memes are so, they happen quickly. So when you see the meme, what do you, what goes through your mom? What, what your, what oh, your no, mom? it's hilarious. It's hilarious, you right? Can't, you have to laugh. You have to laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. now, now, did you make money off the meme? Or did somebody else? Because I heard some people were selling the images of meme. you running. I was selling. Okay, so you made money. Oh, yeah, that yeah, fuck you. Wow. Oh. <laughs> got to. Got to, good, got to. Was it a good bag, man, or decent bag, <laughs> beer no, money? it was. Yeah. It was. Shit, five digits, I'll take it. That's hot. That's but, hot. I mean, the next day, the, the bigger picture for me was, you know, I ended up getting the kid's address, and I went I went to the kid's house the next morning to speak to an adult. Right. Because I would want somebody to do that if, of course. if my child were right. behaving in such a manner. And what they say? They they apologized. They were, you know, the guy's got some brothers. I think it was three older brothers or two older brothers, and, and they spoke with a, a lot more sense than the kid did, of right. course. So they were aware of it, and it stopped happening. Now, were these kids actual fans, though? Of? Of you. No, they weren't no, fans they, of me. They weren't fans no, of me. No, no, these were Drake fans. Yeah, oh, they were Drake fans. They were Drake fans. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. so they were there to antagonize. They were really <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah, they know these were Drake fans. Oh, that's crazy, man. Even afterwards, yeah. they were saying, over your sound. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they, I'm like, yo, yo that's hilarious. was on a press run. Yo, actually, that's, that's, that's real hilarious, though, <laughs> They did man. a press run, Jack. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yo, that's hilarious. Listen, man, you, you mentioned it earlier, man, but but you talk about it. Um, there's this record on your, on your album called Uncle Joe, mm-hmm. and you talk about being considered now, you know what I'm saying, an old head mm-hmm. in this music game. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. Right. Because t- yesterday just seems like i remember all that shit like yesterday everything that happened last decade so to be perceived that way and for these younger people these people that are 19 and 20 to look at me that way it it took some getting used to do you feel that people treat you different because you 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 come from a different era from a different generation because i from the outside looking in and what do you think ken i think we're in the young og era right like like jay said it when he was like uh 40s and new 20 right 30s and new 20 well i think Fab when he came out with the young OG, young OG. I like think that was the we, we're entering that era. You know what I mean? Where you got the Joe Button types that are still at their peak, right? In 2016, going into 17. So I even think, though they've been in the game 10, 10 15, right? Yeah. yeah. So they have veteran state statehoods, but right. you know, yeah, you got got that veteran, that veteran badge. You know, I call it I call it the younger kids like the Vibers, like because they're there for a vibe. They don't that can't necessarily rap, right? And they're not necessarily rhyming words, but they are creating tunes that big tunes that are working. I wouldn't just I just don't know if I would call it rap right. or hip hop, but whatever it is, it, it works. It's crazy because, you know, we recently sat down with Zaytoven mm-hmm. and, you know, Zaytoven is, is known as one of the co-fathers of, of trap. And we asked him, I, we, I said, if you had a super lyrical miracle dude in the studio, mm-hmm. not saying that that's what you are, mm-hmm. but if you had a super lyrical cat in the studio. Would you advise him to cut down on the lyrical content? Mm. He said, "Most definitely. I just want the I just want the hooks, 
and a couple of bars, but I don't want extra. So this is the world that we live in right now, man. Yeah. How does that feel? Because you're a, you you can't just do that. Yeah. I mean, I think you could because you're mean, adaptable. Somebody could. Right. But somebody. could you do that? Could you be in the studio? I couldn't sleep at night. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to live with myself right. that way. Shit, I'm I'm here today because I would I've been asked to do a bunch of things that I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Right. Do be I could just can't behave that way. So no, I can't I can't sacrifice my beliefs and uh and and just my character that way. I just couldn't. What what are some of the other things you've been asked to compromise? Well, I'm just saying I had I mean, these these fights are, are well documented within my history. I'm talking about me, Kevin Lyles. Right. Uh me and Jay. Me and my label wars throughout right. the years. I've been asked to concede in some areas that I will not uh, with artistic integrity, uh, with what you will and will not do for a dollar. You know, these are things that artists are faced with in their careers. People in the entertainment field, period, are faced with in their careers. And then you'll have a decision to make when you come to that fork in the road. My fork led me here. Right. To being an independent. Yeah. To, to having to leave the label in a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know. Any regrets? Can't have regret. about your artistic decisions. No, I wish. I wish. You know. What do you wish anything? That... Anything I say right. is speaking in hindsight. Uh, I wish that I could have matured and got to a got to this space with all of these these tools and this knowledge a bit quicker. Right. That that's it. But I mean, you would have been independent. Yeah, sooner. but I mean, I mean, just all around the board, I'd have been nicer to people sooner. Right. I'd have been, you know, I'd have helped. I'd have, I'd have taken more accountability sooner. Like, you know, there's so many things I would have done sooner. But you know, I, my faith is so high. It's so it's it's so much in God and whatever His plan is that I'm rolling with Him. I can't have. I so can't you, have. You just regret. go with. You just go with what the plan is. Yeah, I mean, I would have to. Yeah. I would have to. My my faith is just that high. Like I spent all last decade, and I keep saying this. I spent all last decade making all of this music about how I was not seeing my kid, not seeing my kid. And I was, I made a bunch of songs killing my baby moms. I was, I was wild. And you know, now today, when I look back and think about it, I probably wouldn't have been able to be so well traveled and 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 go and live my dreams and be able to support them. Shit. Had the nigga been with me, <laughs> hmm. I mean, God just do do things That's in real. His own ways for His own reasons. I wouldn't have been able to have no record deal somewhere running around with my fucking and not to the degree I was doing it in. No, so and now my child's mom who who stabbed me, who, who we her and I have this strenuous relationship. We co-parent well today. That's about that's a God thing. That's sometimes you got to just give time, time. I wouldn't have been able to seen this far. Yet last decade. How'd, just, you, how'd y'all get to this point where y'all are co-parenting? I, I, I attribute it all to couples therapy. Right. I mean, for me. Isn't that, isn't that what it is, though, man? Hmm. No, I'm talking about when I went and did the show. Right, right. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that Dr. Jen lady, you know, that was the first reality show that I had done where their objective <laughs> wasn't a reality show it wasn't the ratings it wasn't the bullshit it wasn't the drama it wasn't that wasn't what their objective was she was really there to give therapy and a lot of the therapy she gave to me it wasn't on air she had a lot of crazy shit i did in that house wasn't on air <laughs> so i mean I, I was able to leave there and go to my child's mother and my child with such a newfound just everything a newfound everything uh perspective new energy new perspective new just Unders a new way of thinking is it also understanding the accountability because that's usually when shit falls off when 
either party can't see what they're accounting for. Oh yeah, for. yeah. I wasn't there. I, I, I wasn't there to. I told. I told them both. I want to do my part. I cannot do it without the two of you being just as willing. This is not a me thing. It's not something I can do alone. Uh, and we had a great conversation. Things have been great since then. So I say all that to say I can't have a regret, Jack. Right. I can't. You still doing therapy, man? Well, therapy for me is every day. No, but I'm <laughs> but I'm asking like, are you paying somebody to sit down and oh, talk to you and, no. and help? Why not, man? <laughs> no, no, no. I think you do great. Not. I'm not pointing out any issues. I'm just saying I think you. I'm a damn therapist. No, the no, 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 no. That no, no. I think you're so fucking ingeniously warped. genius, warped, that you already have you an mean. answer. But sometimes you need somebody to be like, "Yo, that's brilliant." Hold no, on. you're you're right. But here's this little thing, and all these big ideas and and thoughts that you here's the little thing that you because it's always li the little thing. Well, you're absolutely right. But now when I say I'm, not, it's not someone that I'm paying. Now I come from a family that's into therapy, so I have people in my life that. You know, I have someone who's a life coach that we're just great friends now. I don't pay him. Right. We just kick it. So you get life coach. I have my therapist, Lucille, when I was 16. Uh, I have her phone number. I don't wouldn't pay her. Like, I have, you so know. So you have a school. You I have, have a network. You have a network of therapists that you can I have, call. I have a network okay. of just people. Right. People, not just therapists, okay. but people that are well-informed with some good tools and good information. I mean, the point I'm trying to get at, man, is I think, Everybody needs some type of therapy at one point. One hundred percent, yeah, definitely. One hundred percent, everybody. You know, only we hear the word therapy. I say it so much, and 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 we just get this. It comes with this negative annotation. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. It's not about that. People don't just go to therapy when something is wrong. People right. go when shit is right. But but what I'm what one of my personal missions is is changing that perspective because when you talk to white people and they talk about therapy. It's almost like a luxury, almost like having a Rolex. Yeah, you know what I'm saying or yeah. having, uh, uh, you know, somebody take care. Of you. It's 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 a it's a luxury. Yes, and to have somebody really help you go through issues when most of us are backed into a corner, I think that shit is necessary. Yeah, man. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, what's going on with the podcast, sir? The podcast. The podcast. What's going on with the podcast? I man? wish you... I was in the nineties. It's still in the fucking episode eighty, whatever I'm in, but it's doing well. Yeah, it's doing well. Shit, well, I'm in the podcast. Yeah. I'm one of y'all. I'm with y'all. Damn. <laughs> how's that? How's that shit feel, man? How's that shit change your life? It, you know, I just I like media. Right. I do. I mean, let me just let me just be perfectly clear for the people who are unaware. They even when I did uh, the morning show right. in in '04, and Kevin Lau said you can't be a rapper, do that, whatever, and he was wrong yet again. Um, but <laughs> fucking shots. Uh, no, not okay, shots. Okay. I would tell him right. he, he knows. Right. The, but that's what hip hop has evolved to. Yes. Today you can be a rapper and be so many other things. Right. In 2004, you just had to be a rapper. His point was, why is somebody going to purchase your album if they can hear you on the radio every single day? Hmm. It was that world of exclusivity and separation. Yeah. It's too much ex uh, accessibility, accessibility is right. what he was saying. Right. And at 24, 20, how old I was, it just he was right. Right. At the time. At the time, but the world has changed. Well, I try to I try to use foresight. <laughs> so today it feels great. It feels great, and it's, it's it it allows me to talk about what I love still. It you're, more, you're more in control, also, of your personality and how you share it with the public. Yeah, it's, that's one of the one of one. It's one of the reasons that, again, like I told you before we started this podcast, I'm sitting down with you. I plan on sitting down with Angie. The list is very short right. of the people that I will sit, actually come to and sit down and have a conversation with because. The narrative is never correct when I let someone else spin it that way. Yeah, they're always going to spin it. On my own podcast, however, you know, 
it allows for more dialogue, more context, more, more. It's it's more sincere. It's more from me. There is no agenda. It's, it's no agenda. It's no. I don't have an objective. I don't have an ulterior motive hidden somewhere. I'm not doing this. For, I'm doing this podcast because I enjoy it. But do you find as 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 a rapper as competitive as yourself, in one of the most competitive fields, that it's very easy for you to be misunderstood, particularly by your peers? I've been misunderstood by my peers my entire life. But this time, this time, it's you know, it's not on a record. It's you just expressing yourself, and that can be seen. Like you've said some things that people have run. Like you've said some things that I would say. This, this, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You've, you've said some things that I would say, but I don't think it would be mis, misinterpreted if I said Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. It's, oh, you yes, find it, it hard as a rapper. It's difficult for people to to uh, place the appropriate hat at the appropriate time. Right. It's different for other people. Yeah, it's difficult. I, it is. But it's something that they will eventually have to get used to. Podcasts are... I don't. It can't, I can't call it a growing trend. It's here. It's here. It, I mean, it's it's, it's still going to change because I still think this is like the still early very stages. Much the early, early stages. stages. Oh, trust me. I, I know that's what you think. Oh yeah. yeah, you, yeah. yeah mind, mind your business. Mind, yeah. mind your business. Mind your business, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but but even in that, and right. we we won't talk about that here. But even you know what I'm talking about. Even in that. But that's what I mean when I say just some foresight and just positioning and just mm. doing certain things mm. a certain way. Part of the reason I respect you so much is part of the reason I just visionary people that's it. that that they aren't living for the world that is. They're preparing right. for the world that is to be. Right, 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 right. So we're not always going to be on the same page. Hey, yo, internets. This episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh wants to change the way people eat forever. They believe everyone deserves honest, natural, and delicious, healthy food. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Every week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone, from novices to seasoned home cooks, short on time. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients, measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. HelloFresh even enjoys a full-time registered dietitian who reviews each recipe to ensure it is nutritionally balanced. And it's all delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. I just recently received a kit into that. It's a box, and it has some food that was out there. I got home maybe like about seven hours after it was delivered, and it was like there was some ice in there that kept the food fresh and cold, so nothing went to waste, man. Listen, just for the Combat Jack Show listeners, you can enjoy $35 off your first week of deliveries by visiting HelloFresh.com and entering the code JACK when you subscribe. Go to HelloFresh.com and put in JACK for $35 off your first order or your first delivery. I love HelloFresh. Eat well, eat to live, change your diet. And now back to the show. You know, one of the things that Nori kept saying to me when I was down in Miami recently was... I wish it was a great podcast yeah, thank, by the way that was not you just, just keep your... finding your way in 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 podcast gold somehow I mean, you know what this is this is my world man this For, is my world that was great thank you but but one of the things he kept saying to me was like yo he went to a def jam event that weekend that i was down there and he was media and he's just like yo it felt good not being here as talent but as media because like, he had more access to things which i kind of find that hard to believe do you find yourself in this world of media now, Yo, people are training, I, te- teaching, uh, treating you differently. I don't know if I've encountered that. <laughs> right. Actually, no, that's not true. I have, I have. 
I have. I just well, I won't talk about it here, but I have. People have begun to treat me different because of because of uh, the media shit. But for me, I enjoy it differently than rap because, like, when I did the BET uh, red carpet as media, and I was I was interviewing all of the rappers. I didn't even know very much about most of them, but because I was a, I was in the same field. I just it was effortless, spontaneous. Yeah, the questions could just come. And as a rapper, being on the red carpet, I've always hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the time of my life there asking you the hated questions. being asked the questions. Yes, as a as a rapper right. doing the red carpet, just the person that I am. Right. I don't I don't like crowds, so which is I, understandable. Award shows, uh. In a, a interview, where's a million step and repeat line? It just wasn't and for me. You held hostage in a sense. Yeah, also you can't. Right. Yeah, but in media now, yeah. he's right. You just get to do so much more, so much more freedom. That's dope, man. Now, 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 what happened with you and Rosenberg, man? Because I know you guys had a conversation recently. Yeah, I don't know. But but, I don't what, know. but wasn't he? Like, I have no were, idea. Were, <laughs> weren't you guys working together on the podcast? Rosenberg and I, and I'm going to try to have this objective conversation yes. because I know Rosenberg will eventually hear this, and I don't want to tick him off. With and his before you continue, ways. your internet, y'all got to know me and, and Rosenberg are so good. We've had our history, but we're so good right now. So I'm not trying to Just instigate up, anything. Yeah. And I and I'm not that gullible to fall for that type of trick. But no, that's not a trick. Rosenberg, <laughs> that is and not I, a trick. No, no, I know. Uh, Rosenberg, we started a podcast. Well, I started a podcast, and he was supposed to produce it. Right. Um, and he had the same plan as, you know, he had a plan. I think that he either it was overly ambitious of him at that time or his career took off at that time. One or the other, I don't know, because I've never had this conversation with him. Right. Uh, this is just my own just looking at it. Uh, but either way, he was unable to fulfill whatever conversation we had had. So I began to just do it on my own. Independently. Yeah. I but mean, without yeah. a conversation. No. Okay. I mean, the conversation was, fuck are you here for? Like, <laughs> but, but, but Because he showed up? No, what? no. just like whenever I'm seeing him, like, you're not doing shit. You're right. not bringing guests. You're not, whatever my gripe was. Right, right, right. But, you know, as a friend, because Rosenberg is somebody that, you know, we came up together a, a lot in this. So we had that those conversations, and I think some things maybe were said on the podcast from me that he didn't necessarily agree with. Right that maybe he felt a way about, and I don't think I was very compassionate to any of it at the time. Uh, so that grew some resentment, grew some resentment with him. And he went on to say some things on Hot 97. Uh, he, This is, uh, what was this? Oh, this was during all that Drake shit. He, was, he, was, he spoke very, he didn't speak well on oh. of me, which right. is fine. Right. He's allowed to do that. You know, he reserves that right. But I can hear when it's just laced with something else. There's another kind yeah, of agenda. Yeah, but so that was fine still. I right. still didn't say anything to him about it. Uh, it wasn't until uh, Marissa, that whole thing happened where uh, something happened between her and I, and then I don't know what transpired between her and Pete, Right. but then there was another Peter rant. Because you had to let her go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I let her go once I heard that Peter rant, I'm big on character, hmm. morality. If I'm working with you, and by you I mean Marissa, every week, and Marissa's my friend. Right. And still, however, so you guys are so still, cool. okay. Even though I haven't spoken to her, that's <laughs> still my friend, and I still love her. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. certain things are just not acceptable 
to me. And if I'm looking at you, communication is the number one thing. With so, me. so I'm gonna ask you this, and I'm not even trying I to resolve finished. anything. Okay, get get finished. If, get finished. If I'm looking at you every fucking day, right? Mm. And you have feelings that you are speaking about to everybody in the universe but me, and that results to something else. Oh, time for you to go. I need you away from my space. Mm. Let me ask you this. Interesting. What happens to you being able to pick up the phone if you send something? No, I did pick up the phone and I texted her and I said, "You're fired." No, 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 no. But what happens? <laughs> what What's the conversation before that? Like, is there not a conversation that can happen? Like, yo. What's going on? Oh no, the damage is done now. But even if there's, because the but isn't, once I heard that rant right, on air, right, that was so venomous, so malicious, mm. it was nasty. Like it was from a bad place. Was is it? But is it? Um, and once again, I'm not trying to fix shit or hold now, but you understand. But if you, but listen, you, you can, understand in any relationship that it's it's a tennis match. It's it's, it's two parties dancing. I agree. So. Sometimes we got to, even though damage is being done, mm -hmm. don't you want to figure out or find out from that main person, like, yo, wh wh what did I do to, to, to bring you to this point? Who are you saying I should have I'm, asked? I'm, I'm saying either Peter and or Marissa. Well, I don't need to ask that of Peter because right. I know why Peter is feeling however but he is feeling. But you guys didn't speak on it. We've had certain text conversations right. about my behavior okay. that has made him feel a way. Right. And... I've never really understood it or agreed with it, right? but he's been vocal, so I know why he's behaving a certain way. Now, Marissa may not have known that when she said whatever she said to him, or maybe she was venting him, their coworkers, their friends, right. so I mean, they can talk, but if the result of y'all conversation is me getting dragged through the mud on national, I mean, uh, on uh, airwaves, no. Mm. See, and I'm gonna tell you, mm -mm. Interesting. I'm gonna no. tell you, I'm the type of you person. You can't make that make sense, Jack. I'm, a I'm the type of person, if I have a relationship with somebody, working relationship or whatever, oh, right. and I right. understand or feel that there's some tension, I would at least like to pick up the phone and be like, yo, yo, B, like, what, what, what's really going on? Before I push this button, like, really what led to this point? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't push the button. When you call it a fire, that's pushing the fucking button, my no, dude. No, the button was pushed. See, that, that again. No, you were triggered to push the button. The button So look at what would have happened. Right, what would have happened? Peter would go on his rant. Mm -hmm. This is hypothetically. Yeah. Peter's supposed to go on his rant, uh -huh. and then what? Fucking Marissa's supposed to show up to the podcast, and we're supposed to conduct business as usual. That would have been. Or, a, that would have been an amazing or, episode. Or I'm supposed to, because that's what Ebro told me now. That would have been an amazing Ebro, episode. Ebro is someone I I look up to. Right. And Ebro said he said, "You should make content out of it. That yes. would be an amazing episode." Yes. And then I said, you're right. And I hung up with Ebro, and I thought about it some more, and I said, he's wrong. No, he's right. It would be an amazing episode yes. for the wrong reasons. Why? Because I would end up yelling and berating that's this, still, berating that's still this amazing. girl. That's still amazing. Yeah, but not at the expense of my friend's feelings. Okay. So so I, didn't, I decided not to do that only to spare my friend right. Marissa's feelings. Okay. So this is not a content rating let me get to, like, I'm not doing this for that. Like, this is real-life happenings to me. So I don't know how y'all feel. And though I may be mad at this girl, I'm not going to do embarrass her publicly with this. I'm just not. So so I decided not to do and, that. And I hear you. So so let me give you my philosophy. And, and this is to all other, you know, current podcasters and <laughs> potential podcasters, podcasters and the whole nine. So I come from this, I really, I think the God of media in terms of, like, as we know it right now, and interviews and interpersonal problems, 
is Howard Stern. Howard Stern, of course. Absolutely. And, and, and Howard, over the years, and I think he's become such an amazing interviewer right now, but what he's become the master of is like, yo, if me and beef are, me and King are beefing, we're going to talk about that shit on air. Not because I want to exploit him. And King and I have had some arguments on air, and I'm not trying to diss him. He's not trying right. to diss me. But I'm trying to work that shit out. And so, in a sense, because the podcast space is so intimate, it's therapy for everybody. I Yet again, I agree with right. you. Okay. Rory and I have that relationship. Right. If, if something were to occur, him and I can have that conversation. I think that's to be agreed upon, and it works uh, beautifully when it's as you two know, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that Marissa and I could have done that mm. with Rory being. She already felt the way toward Rory. Like it, I don't know who was supposed to play the role right. of 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 the mitigator. I hear you. Sometimes you just got to get rid of dead weight, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. Listen, we, you know, sometimes you got to do can't that. Can't hold too. everybody hand. Look, she has her own podcast now. You know, she probably she, wouldn't have been able to do it had she still been part of your podcast. She does have her own podcast. So <clears> I mean. <throat> Oh yeah, she she wouldn't have thought to do that. Yeah. So I mean, one door closes, another, another door opens. Right. Good for her. I'm I'm proud of her. I want her to succeed. That's She's it. just not gonna be on my shit. Life's about progression. Yeah, that's it. So you know, Rory, Rory tried to talk me out of it. Go Rory. Yo, man. Rory's a fucking mastermind. Because yes, because we've been having some conversations, man, about joining forces, man, about uh, seeing the you know your podcast, uh, 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 man, on, on the network, <laughs> and then. You know, I think we've done uh, everything we could. I'm not, and I'm not trying no. to reverse psychology to shit, <laughs> yo, Jack, but I am, my nigga. Yo, Jack is one of the greatest <laughs> niggas in the world. Yo, uh, so yeah, Jack Jack is correct. <laughs> yes. Him and I have had some conversations to try to join some things. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be difficult because I know that you know what's going on in the world. I don't, I don't, and I'm not nah, trying, nah, no, no, nah. no, I don't know what's going on in the world. All I know is the last time I saw Rory in my, in, um, and and t- was it t- Atlanta? Atlanta. For the Palooza, yeah. We've been traveling so crazy. I know, right? <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man, we're working on some big things, you know." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Like, are we not joining?" That wouldn't forces? have been my wording. No, but what? <laughs> so, 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 we're not happening anymore, man. Because I think that you and I have some of the same ideologies, okay, and 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 the same visions, right? That's what I. That's what I think. You could take from that what you will okay. on this podcast, <laughs> but you and I can talk. We can, you and I can yes, talk. We can definitely we, we're talk. not. It's, it's not you and Rory right, or right. you and Ian. You know, you and I can talk of anytime. Course, definitely. But I think that the stall here is that we have some of the same, the same ideas, same, 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 same uh, goals. Same. There we go. Well, listen. Yeah. This is this is what I'm gonna to to, to, to present to you, man. Anyway, <laughs> your jacket's the greatest. No, listen. I'm just being honest and genuine. I know, man. but that's why I fuck with you. And, I really. And, I don't and, even no, think you and, know how to the degree because we don't kick it like that. But I don't think you know to the degree of which I respect you and all that you have done and your just style of of doing this thing here. No, thank you, man. But but really? I, I love this game so much that I'm saying like like a king knows it's yeah. like. I always keep the door the door open. So I'm saying if there's anything we could do to collaborate or anything like that or even just you know co-advise or whatever, let me know. We should do something like yeah, that. We definitely should. I think that's a bit. But I try to I try to keep in the loop with uh I was talking to Tax. I wanted me and him to do uh another one. Oh. I, I, I kind of heard <laughs> some rumblings that I hit him. Yeah. I I hit him. Yeah. I reached out. I said we should do it. What's your relationship with Tax, man? First of all, it's me, great. <laughs> let me tell you something. I think you being on that tax episode was one of the greatest episodes, not for the obvious reasons. No. For not for the obvious Let reasons. Let me hear it. Um, I know how it ended, like, 
taxes, like get the fuck out. You was like, I'm out. So it was this big spectacle. But the the the, the I look at every great interview as a boxing match. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a battle of wits. It's a battle of styles. And you and Tax in the in the interview ring to me was one of the best boxing matches I ever heard. And no. the reason why is because your style is so different from Tax's. It's very easy to put Tax as the as the aggressor, but I think you were the fucking aggressor. Yeah, yeah you would think yeah. that, right? I mean, right? I, I mean, You're supposed to think right? that, right? Like, like you came was in. Was I the aggressor? I think so. Tell, tell me why. Because. And this is when Tax was still relatively new in the game. I think yes. he's he's grown so much. Yes, as a podcast, as a as an interview, he's one of the one very of the best. best out one of there the right best. Now. And I'm so proud of that kid. Me too, Tax. By the way, yeah. but still, fuck you. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I kept seeing was mm. like when you see a boxing match and and you don't see the jabs that are getting in or even like the little elbows. I think you was just you you were you antagonizing Tax. I if I, I was, it wasn't on purpose. Okay, I, I think with me. With me that that night in particular, I wanted to do the podcast with Tax because right. I just was a fan of Tax. I right. thought him and I would have some real good dialogue. Um, but I had just booked a Monday night football hosting where I had to just pop up somewhere, and I didn't wasn't really into that. Right. But I had to do that at a certain time. I think Tax ran late. It was some things that happened. So there was with, some things going we, on. Right. Yeah. So it, we we weren't in the greatest spirit, right. both of us. Right. When we sat down. And so the I, energy between y'all in general yes. was going to have some type yes. of clash. So, so between that and all the variables and our energy and our history, because we have like uh, loose history right. through association, right. uh, I think that's what we saw. So this time I said, and I've been wanting to to uh, get with him again just because I think that was one of the greatest podcasts ever. It and was, had I not great. had to leave. We would have, we would have, we could finished But I'm, I'm going to tell you why, and this is no shots of my dude, Tax. I think Tax had definitely had that Brooklyn Mike Tyson spirit. Yeah. And you had that Ali spirit. And I think you got in his head. I think. I probably did. And I, that's when he's like, get the fuck out of here. But he was newer. Yeah, he was newer. He was, he was newer. And you know what? In this game, like, Nori's such a great interviewer. Nori's a good interviewer. Uh, I think Tax is well on his way to becoming a really, really, really good interviewer. Like even in even in his Beanie Siegel uh, podcast, yeah. which was amazing, right. and I said on my podcast, the beauty in that interview was Tax knew when to pick get his spot, get moved, just let him rock. Right. Tax yeah. jumped in when he needed to. Like that was a great. So I think our podcast, uh, the one we did that will go down in the history of podcasts, I think that was a a, a good learning block for him. Right. I mean, take what you want from it, right. however you feel. I right. think it was a great learning block for him. So part two, part two is definitely going to happen. I would like it to. Yeah, yeah. I, I told him he want, he wanted to do it live, right? Like a live that a li- should be, be live. You think so? That Hell should yeah. be live. Yeah, but oh, the so only... many different. I want to Don King that shit. I swear to God, <laughs> I need to Don King that shit. Be crazy. No, come on, that's that. In terms of where you are right now, not not as a rapper in media and him in media and just the yeah. history, mm. that's something that everybody got to get a check from, man. Yep. <laughs> everybody got a check from. It. I'm sorry, Tax. I'm, I'm not trying to throw this off. Like whose show it needs to be on? No, I this get needs it. to be a production. I told him that. Um, the pocket he wanted, and I need to, do to be in the him. middle of that shit. Well, shit I'm sure you with will, some American be flags and. <laughs> Great head, I love her. Isn't America great? <laughs> the, the 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 week he wanted to do it, right. uh, 
was bad for me because of tour. So <laughs> hopefully it comes together soon, though, because that that is good. It's so, a few pod. That podcast has to happen. Uh, me and Nori, that has to happen. You know, it's it's that. Yeah, this is one of those things where where Rory and Mena, we gonna have to talk Word. and. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying we, you know what I'm saying maybe we do that shit as like the 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 headliner before Henny Palooza or some shit like that. Yeah, There's yeah, so that, much. That's mo- a good listen, idea. Listen, that's a good idea. Listen, let me Don King this shit. Dude. See, that's, why f- me, that's why me and Jack gotta sit down. Let me and, man, Don King this something. shit, man. <laughs> Yo, um, but once again, man, that's that's in the past, and I'm glad that, that that you have a relationship with him that's that's ongoing, man. But it seems like every other day, man, like you in the mix, man, like like Meek, like what's going on with Meek, man? Nothing. Nothing. Is it Nothing. done? And for I mean, me, it did is. Y'all, yeah. Did y'all? Did y'all? Have, but you know, to end beef completely, there has to be nothing on both sides. I've never spoken to me, right? Ever. But there's been some words. You know what I'm saying? Not to each other, right? Not to each other. I, I don't. On my end, I don't think that anything there was serious enough for a conversation to be had, right? Um, and I don't think he feels like that either. If it were something serious, I'm sure I would find him, right? And or he would find me. That's how I feel about that. And of course, when I was talking earlier about the difficulty of being an artist and a podcaster, I think the whole Drake thing got way out of hand because of you as a podcaster. Because of the podcast, right. yeah, yeah. But then you kind of you being the rapper was like, "Fuck it, let me let me jump in in this shit, man." Well, no, he well he rapped. I I did a podcast, and he rapped. Pump 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 pump. Yeah, and I said no, he wouldn't be dissing me. Right. But you know, once it was confirmed that he was. I certainly wasn't about to sit around and wait for it to come out. Right. <laughs> when when you when you did Making of a Murderer and I forgot what what was the other Wake. Record, Wake. Um what did that do for you, man? Were you venting? Were you getting shit? No, out? that's that's MC mode. Okay. That's that's MC. That's uh Shan KRS. That's L Kumo D. That's I'm, I'm glad you said that's KRS cuz I he, yeah. I think he's the blueprint of every MC regardless if you don't Live in that era. If you don't follow that rhyme pattern and the whole nine, mm-hmm. he was one of the most tactful. Mm-hmm. Like he was somebody that was unknown against the fucking giant Juice Crew, and he used that shit to his advantage to put you him on the fucking map. Better believe you it. You know what I'm saying? So that that's all it was. Right. For that, that wasn't about venting. It wasn't about you know uh, me and Drake. For for me, that's I live for that. Right. I live for you know. Ask Rory. Ask him. Ask my brother. They. I, I enjoy it. I call, I spoke to Royce the, while all that was happening. Yeah. Royce, because he's, he's, he's Royce, way more mature than Royce me. Saying, man. Royce like, man, when you going to cut? Leave that boy alone. <laughs> like, leave the boy alone. I right. said, Royce, unfortunately, I still enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> I still enjoy it. Right. So that's what it was. Let me ask you a real question, man, because I listened to, uh, what's, the, what's the latest? Uh, Drake, two, 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 two Birds, One Stone. Mm-hmm. Right, the latest, yep. yep, where, yep. Where, he, where he, you know, fired a shot at Cuddy. And fired a shot at uh, Pusha Pusha You hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard it. Um, and 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 my thought is, and this is this is this is a question to you because you really understand it. At this point, with Drake's momentum and the level that he's at, do you think somebody could take him down lyrically? Like, just in terms of the lyrical, like you 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 write. Listen, you write circles around Drake, but in terms of this battle thing, where at the end of the day, the decision is based on the audience. Do you think at this point in Drake's career, he could be taken down? Yeah, not by not certainly not by one person. Right. So it has to be like a collab. Like, what do you mean by that? I don't. I don't. Drake is at a point where it doesn't matter what you say. Right. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, you got to look. You got to really. Drake is signed to hmm. 
how I even listen to my music. <laughs> like, really, really he's, think he's, about he's, that he's, for a second. He's Apple. Yeah, I, which is how me and a lot of people listen to music. Right. So it's much bigger than what? What's the money gonna do? But but <laughs> but 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 in the arena, and when it comes down to rapping and dissing, and the entertainment aspect, we're, we're not we're not thinking about Apple. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, the fact that we're even talking about Drake right. in that arena right. is a win for Drake, right. who doesn't write all of his stuff. Admittedly, right? Okay. And Did and he admit that? I don't want to seem like I don't. I don't no, he, he, I don't, hasn't, I don't, he hasn't admitted that. that. No. But well, I think he, and that I, he I, has I, help I, in writers yeah, and. Yeah. But but seriously, like like. What do you think it's going to take to take Drake down if that happens? Oh, I, I don't know. Because he's, he's he's getting bolder with the shots he's throwing. I know. You know, I just thought about that last night when I heard it. I said, I said, um, because as soon as he said the Cuddy Bar, I went back to my uh, clip with him on YouTube on the sidewalk where he was like, even me and Cuddy, man, people keep trying to make it a beef with us. So I went back to that and I said, wow, man, I wonder how he went from this man you'll never hear replying from it to dissing somebody every chance he gets right so confidence experience clearly yeah clearly this is a different person here and one who who probably is feeling invincible right i mean but i mean that which 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 is which is achilles heel in the first place like being invincible feeling invincible his arrogance is what will eventually be the demise of him it's it's not one person right and him and Jay are, you know, they, mm. they're they doing what they're doing back and forth behind the scenes. I right. was just about to Jay, Jay, trust me, Jay, Jay is on this one. Jay is watching this one as closely as I am. And everybody, I don't think, I don't know if uh, Two Birds, One Stone wasn't about uh, Push mm. and Jay. Mm. Facts. I mean, if I'm just keeping I mean, it about a buck. Push and Cuddy. No. Not pushing Cuddy. Right. Cuddy is going, getting help somewhere. <laughs> I think Drake just in his invincibility sent that at Cuddy for that shit you did a few weeks ago. Yes. I don't care that you depressed nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's not me saying that, by right, the way. Right, I'm right, imitating right. Drake. Right, right. Uh, but I don't know that the, most of it wasn't about push and hove. I mean, ultimately, I mean. But I don't know. I don't know. Don't take my word. Right. No, no, no. I, I'm not an insider. No, I have no. no Drake. If I have to say that. None, none people, of us. None of us here. I are, don't want to insert myself in a beef. No, but we I'm all have opinions. We all have right. opinions. I think Jack, I know. I'm. I'm just saying. Yes, yes. yes. The the rapper media thing. I have to. I have to separate it for people. <laughs> and I and I think you're so on point because ultimately, oh, the trajectory that Drake is on, he's looking to take Jay's crown, whatever that may be. You can't. I mean, you can't on one aspect. You can't like coming like like being in that camp, being in the Rockefeller camp, coming from Brooklyn. Growing up in the night, you can't fuck with the shit that that Drake that that Jay put down. Like he changed the game of rap ever. But in terms of this image, this this person, this executive, this star, that's always up for grabs. In terms of legacy, not literally. Well, he's got that already. He's got that. But <laughs> but but do you understand what I'm saying? The trajectory that Drake is on in this generation. He's the only person he could really allowable aim at. because Jay made it so. How so? How did how did Jay because he opened up the doors? Jay opened these doors. But isn't that what the thing is about though? It's like if I open the door, the next cat is gonna be like, "Yo, I'm coming for you." Gotta no, be, he's gotta gonna, be grateful though, man. No. I mean, so you think you think Drake? I is think not, Drake is to that point now where he thinks, "Yo, Hove is Hove, B. Hove is Hove." And and you, I think y'all just answered the, your question in terms of who you got Pusha T. Who knows what's gonna happen with that? Right. But like you said, Jay is probably sitting no, it's, back it's so waiting for the grand the return. Apple it's, title. 
the Kanye new shit that's going on with Jay, that little friction. Jay might just clean house. Think about it, man. Brooklyn. He might just clean his whole shit up in 2017. But he's, he, even still, even and this is hypothetical, I don't think Jay is going to do any of that. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. I'm just hating but, yeah, the rapper but, fan we, 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 in me. Oh, my God. But if there were somebody, to, to, to Jay would yeah. be the person that could, that could get people to move in concert to get off something. He wow. has that type of impact. Wow. Shit, look, I mean, look at the things Jay has, the trends that he has killed and both started. Started at the, and, in this one yeah. damn record. Yeah, I mean, One damn record. It's crazy. So, he's just, it's unbelievable. But as far, yeah, it'd be interesting to watch, man. I don't I don't know if one person could do it. Right. But let me tell you something. I thought that, you know, for me personally, 50 Cent and G-Unit, and let me just be clear, that was probably the biggest Cult I've ever that was the biggest thing I've ever seen, and it was also the biggest upset. Explain, elaborate. Let me hear. because Fifty went from the underdog to to knocking out not not just the industry darling, which is John. Ja yes, Rowe, yes. But it was the the the, the institution yeah. that was Murder Inc. that was making a mm-hmm. lot of people yes. a lot of money on the Sony side, on the Universal side, and everybody in between. Not Great. just rappers, but J Lo and you know what I'm saying like that was an institution. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen a rapper. I've seen rappers take out crews. We've seen yeah. that with KRS-One. Mm-hmm. We've seen rappers take out labels. But we've never seen a rapper take out an institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was crazy. That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. You know, on the flip side of that coin, and this might be for a different podcast, <laughs> but some people say that in in that, in what I'm complimenting as the greatest shit I've ever seen, he killed New York hip-hop at the same time. I don't see that. Are you, you think how, that? How, well, how... How can you not at least at least make the argument? I, I mean, mean let's, we, we, we let's, just, let's look at it. Let's yeah, let's look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty Cent, and I love Fifty Cent. That's, my, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Fifty Cent beefed with every single popping New York rapper, and made the rest of the world look at that popping New York rapper who we had all this love and respect and admiration for, like they wasn't shit. Not only did he, do you do, think that's what people's impression was? When, when, when Jack, what, are, Jay, yeah. what are you talking about? We just said it. We just said it with Jabber. We just so, well, said it. He, so, so, he, he did this when Jay was on um on 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 a hiatus, right? Listen, Jay, and we didn't look at Jay like that, right. but we was looking at Jay like, all right, nigga, you better say something, right? So Jay, Fat Joe, Jay to Kiss, Kiss, Styles, Jabber, Cam, name them. Nah, it's even you know a, what? Name them now. Now, if, now, so going now, on, how could you say that there's not at least an argument? To okay, be made? but going on that argument, the argument that I had about what disrupted New York hip hop, it wasn't Fifty, it was the Nas versus Jay. Huh? It was the Nas versus Jay no. because because look look at it look at it. There was that void when when Big passed. Jay massively assumed, you know, he, he assumed the mantle, right? Yeah. And then Jay was infallible. It was order. It was like order, right? It, it was, was real order in the hip hop. Okay. Yeah. Everybody played their lane. Mm-hmm. There was no fucking way Nas was able to come out of the grave after takeover and drop that ether, and he did. And once he showed everybody that, that Jay was infallible, that war that took that shit was like fucking what's going on in the Middle East with the dip set. And and everybody was like like fucking um uh 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 shit the lock everybody was beefing everybody was beefing at no, that time that think did, about remember it was it I was, remember well everyone was but beefing. what that eventually led to yeah was well, everybody great was be- 
moments in hip hop yes. that led to Nas signing the Def Jam, right. that led to a black Republican. Right. We thought we would never, never. see, right. yeah. never see Nas and Jay on the record. We, like we two, got a bunch of them. Three, we got yeah. success. Success, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that led to that. That led to fucking shit. Uh, kissing, um, damn it. Beanie. Yeah. That, that's, that's some of the best. They, Venom ever. They reconciled eventually. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, I mean, I don't think the rest of the, the nation was looking at New York right. at that time like that because, see, we were still them niggas. Right. But then 50 also, got to remember, 50's Ascent was at the same time that that, that crunk shit was starting South, to New York out, which, which morphed into the trap. Yep. That started, and, then, and then the world got bigger in terms of what was a... So well, yeah, it was I, I agree, yeah. I agree. It, it's it a was combination also, it was also the of changing things. of demographics. And I don't feel like 50 killed the New York right, sound. I right. don't feel that way. No. But if somebody said that, I would at least understand why they're saying right, that. Right. But I, I don't feel that way. No, I, and I, and, I, I, I think it was 50s and, and G-Unit's work ethic was just so crazy. They were churning out records so much. Other New York rappers couldn't keep up. So the beef shit... That occurred. It was like, damn, another one. And you know, Fifty put out a record on Flex. It's over. Listen, man, like the whole New York 50, City's playing 50 that beefed shit. with his his own niggas Crew, you know, yeah. for, for associating with New York. Yo, that rappers. game shit is still too much. The game beef, yo, that shit is, is still too like. That's ugh. what I'm saying. Is and I, I'm glad you know they aren't. I, I, I like to see when people beefing and they and of course, they, they, but they sometimes it's sometimes when it's too personal. Yeah, and that, that was that, one of those. That, that shit is uncomfortable. That, that was one of those. But I'm so happy that bo- both of them went on to have. You know, game. Look at game. Love game. What a, what a career. Love game. What a career. Nobody thought from game would when... be here. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I, I appreciate that dude so much. Another question, and this is something that I've seen, particularly today in, in Twitter, because of this Drake record, man. Um, do you think there's any such thing as too low in beef rap? Like going too low? Like people are saying him yeah. talking about Cuddy or Cuddy's in yeah. rehab is too low. But we've seen too low before. Of course. We've seen We're gonna con- con- to condom see in the baby seat. Roxanne Chante's only good the for suicide fucking. shit. You know the suicide. Like, like, do you think there's a too low? Yeah, but you know, I think Jay apologized for that line too. I well, think yeah. he acknowledged it was too low. Right. Um. But he. But, I think but, there's but, a too but low. after the shit was out, <laughs> there's a too low. But I mean, that doesn't mean. Does it apply then? Oh no 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 no. So if it doesn't apply on the battlefield, then there no, is no too low. There is a too low. But what is the too low? Like what do you what do you, what what are off limits? Moms, kids, kids. Like, what, what, like, mother and kids. People have right. talked about kids. Yeah, but no. Well, people have done everything. Then, people can't say about... who piss on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm just mad I even had to say that. People have talked about your dead relatives. Right. I mean, we've heard it all. Yes. Does that mean that? Well, because it's happening that it doesn't exist. There is still a too low. There is so yeah. so so. so. I'm, the only reason I'm not so mad. At, 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 and listen, <laughs> nobody takes mental illness more serious right. than me. Right. But the only reason I'm not as mad at Drake doing it is he is responding to something that occurred. Yes. It's not his fault that right. later you then went on to... You fired a shot and you, then you went to rehab. Yeah. Now, Drake is not yet mature enough to recognize the seriousness and the severity, or he just don't give a fuck. Right. But this is not the first time we've seen that behavior. I thought it was very careless for him to follow those little kids that came to my house because that could have got them shot. And now the biggest r- rapper in the world is encouraging that behavior. Right. So clearly we're not dealing with the most mature uh, person. Mm. So, but I'm, I'm you know, Cuddy, Cuddy might have brought some of that on himself. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. You I'm know, not too mad at it. Cause and effect is, you know, so you don't think that one is too low because the internet's like, ah, no. how could he? Uh. The only reason I, don't, I really don't like it, I don't, I don't like the timing of it. Right. 
But I also don't like it because Cuddy is not that type of MC. Right. Of course. That's not where his greatness lies. That's punching down. You, you, he seems to do that a lot. Right. Okay. Well, no, I mean, well, I, punch, I can't say that. I can't say that. I take that back. To, he's punching up I'm wrong. Too. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong in that. No, he don't seem to keep punching down. He's punching at everybody. Right. Um, and then lastly, with this, with this whole thing, man, like this issue of Ghost Rider, that mm. maybe he he admitted or not. Is there an issue? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, is, does that really compromise uh, MC's integrity? Is yeah. There's some people that help yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Really, because this is this isn't like personally being in the industry since '89. To me, the hardest thing is not even necessarily writing your writing your rhymes, but coming up with a great song. That is the hardest. Well, thing. yeah. So right? well, songwriting. And song placement, you know, that happens in right, hip hop. Right, that, that happens all the time. Uh, so we we recognize that nobody nobody looks at you, nobody shames your pen for getting help with writing. No, but I think I think I think I think looking at social media, particularly this morning, when this when this record dropped, everybody's like, oh, so what? Because he's still a you know he still gets ghostwriters, and you being somebody that takes the craft seriously does does it really compromise you as an artist? If you the, get help. the MCs are always going to look at you a certain way right. if you're getting help with your verses. Right. Have you ever, like, ever, ever, ever gotten help with a verse? Production. Okay. Uh, maybe t- try to take that word out and try to say this different. No one has ever, I've never uttered a word that someone has written for right. me. Right, 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 right. That's not to knock the people that have. You know, I've ghostwritten for other people. Right. Um, I don't Do you even, look at them? Where? Funny people that you've ghostwritten for? No, uh-uh. I don't look at them funny. To me, it's the same as it's the same thing as an actor playing a playing a role and playing a part. Uh, people just need help doing it. You right. know, I we were the, I was the biggest Lil Kim fan, and she, pr- she produced one of the hardest albums ever with uh, Hardcore. Yes, she didn't write it. So, I mean, you pick your spots. Yeah, because because pr- I don't know why I don't care, but maybe like I said, because I know the business. Today we don't. Today nobody right. cares. Right. Today nobody cares because we don't care about rap. Right. So we don't care how nice you are with rapping and you getting some help with rapping. You make hits. so And that's what we love you for. And if you need help to do that, then get it done because we love it. So, But at the same time, don't sleep on people that need some ghostwriting. I, listen, I'm not going right, to sleep right, on right, them. Right. But they, they, they'll never be in a conversation of top he, MC. For MCs, right. Yeah, that, that's all. But that's not, I'm not, that's not a bad thing. I'm not knocking them. Okay. You can't be there. You can't be there. Exactly. Now, one of the things that I did appreciate um, during your run on on reality TV um, was the relationship with your moms and, and the things that you talked about, man. Because it, it really, you know, it really sh- showed the depth of you, you know, in your personal life. How how more complex you are than what we think you are. We talk about her and I talk about that so much, especially now because you know I watch Love and Hip Hop Hollywood and it's, they got this real stupid storyline with the mo- mothers on there that are arguing and fighting every week and that, and I, I thank God that my mom just doesn't behave that way. I don't understand how mothers can want to get on TV and behave that way. But so her and I talk about our time on on uh, Love and Hip Hop a lot, and I think it was very new and different and weird for people because they had never seen that conversation piece happen on national television that way. So it's very new, very different. But that was important for me. But one of the things that I love that you spoke about was at the time your your, your challenges with drugs. Yeah, which was so I was having the hardest time in the. I couldn't kick a pill habit. Right, I had a pill habit that I could not kick. I think a lot of people have pill habits that they are having a hard time kicking, and it's real easy to get caught up in that because you go to the doctor and they prescribe you something, 
And, and often, you think it's okay. And we're getting hooked right. on prescription pills and, and it's killing it's killing our brothers and sisters out of here. How is that with you now, man? No, don't do it. I can't play like that. I cannot play like that. No. How did you kick that? I think that was I think again back to my network, my network of people. I was losing weight. I wasn't taking very good care of myself. I was skinny as fuck. My teeth, losing teeth. I was paying. Word. Was it was. It was at that point. Like teeth was. It yeah, was like rocky. I mean, you taking. You taking. Um, perks and oxys and mollies and zannies and you taking all this shit. Yeah, you are gonna lose teeth. <laughs> so, but but so you had your 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 support group. Yes. Because. One of the things that I see people going through is like it's easy to talk about shit, but when them demons, when you got them demons, when you in the depths, them demons never leave you alone. Yes, when you are in the grips, what are you going to do? Yes. Yeah, you gotta have a network of people. You can't do it alone. You, got, you can't. No way. No way. And you gotta just remember. You gotta remember. Like I can't play with a pill like that. And I've did a lot. I've done a lot of drugs. But which, which one was your favorite, man? Yeah, I probably enjoyed them all at different points yeah. in my life. I was hooked on angel dust. Ah, uh, I was hooked on mushrooms. Mushrooms are not. I like mushrooms. You know, it's not, funny don't that. don't do mushroom skids. Oh, <laughs> we we did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have hey, to go through there that. There you go. That's right, Jack. You tell them. <laughs> but fuck, <laughs> but mushrooms they were enjoyable. But uh, you know, it's funny on the internet today. You know, they have this ongoing joke of they call me a crackhead. Probably from my conversation, love hip hop, and That's I always nice. laugh. That's so not nice. It's not nice. It's, it's very hurtful. <laughs> it's they, so they try to nice. be, but I always laugh because I'm like, the crack wasn't my. That wasn't my drug of. of I wasn't running to that. So I mean, she called me a dusthead where I'm from was bad. <laughs> right. Like Shermhead or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was you didn't want to be that, but I guess the kids today, the world has changed. So yes, I know, I'm old man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, how's your love life, man? Cool. Yeah, it's good. You see one person consistently now? Or, yes. Oh yeah. How is that? Monog- are you kind of like in this monogamy thing? Well, I'm monog I'm a monogamous man, Jack. Right, right, okay. I'm into that. I just haven't had the I haven't been fortunate enough to get married. Right. But I've always been kind of been a one relationship type of guy. And and you've maintained that? Is it how is that right now? And at this point. It's great now. Right? Yeah. It's great. It's what great what, what have you learned at this point with regard to relationships? So much. It's like it's too what have I learned in regards to relationships? You know, it's all it's all relative. You know, different people. It's like it's like a puzzle. Certain people fit, certain people don't. I try to be. I try to not surround myself with people that people. Period. Not just romantically, but people that I'm not compatible with. Right. So that's that's really that's just key, the most right? important Isn't thing. Is that key? That's yeah, key. because you know, oftentimes you be in a relationship with somebody you can't even coexist with. Right. Mm. So how the fuck we gonna? You know, how the fuck are we gonna? We can't. We can't. We can't talk. We can't laugh. We can't be in the same room with each other. We, you know. So no, I don't. I don't do that. So I have a really fun relationship. Um, what, are some, what are some of the fun? Communication, communication is important in our relationship. Laughter is important in our relationship. Privacy is important in our relationship. You know. So we got some key tools. Boundaries. Can I refer something to you, man? Sure. Have you heard of this book called The Truth? I think by, I have. by Neil Strauss. I think I think I've heard that title. Pick it up, man. It's an amazing. Is it a new it's book? A, it's it's a relatively new. I think it came out last year. Okay. Um, but it was by this guy Neil Strauss, who, you know, he his claim his claim to fame was he was this nerdy white guy who became like this pickup artist and learned how to pick up all these women. And he was like on Howard Stern. It was like a New York Times bestseller list. Really? Until he found somebody that he loved and he fucked it up. Yeah, he was slain. so. 
So Rick, oh. Rick Rubin, his boy, was like, you know what? <laughs> you need to go through this process. And this book is all about that process in terms of how to approach relationships. I think it's a masterful book. I think what a it, great... I'm sold. Yeah, pick it up, man. Pick, pick it up what and a, tell me later what you think about it. That sounds like yeah. a really good read. No, it's a very good read, man. It's, it's the last book that I picked up and I was able to read through. I was like, yeah, I got to read this shit again, man. Pick that up, man. I, I think you would appreciate it, man. It sounds like something I'd yeah, appreciate. Yeah, please, man, please, I will. Man. Yo, so, so you're happy now, huh? Yes. I, yes. Like, I like seeing happy Joe, man. A lot of, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. I've heard that a lot in uh, recent recent months. Yeah, I don't know why somebody sent me this question, but somebody said, yo, ask Joe how nice he is with his hands. <laughs> somebody said, yo, or your like, hands like, are like I heard some shit about you in some kind of like what? little fight club kind of yeah. incident. Oh, no. No, so, what? no. What? No. Big B. You know, you know, oh, my uh, God. Uh, <laughs> Jack is so stupid, man. Bees is my guy. Bees right. is my guy. Fuck with Bees. Did you man. guys have a little yo. fight club moment? And, I mean, we, had, we got it in. We fought. Well, so, tell us, what, what was that about, man? That was my guy. It had nothing to do with me. Right. Uh, you know, we was at we was at our spot. He's a big wow. dude, right? That's a big dude, oh, bro. Big B's is a big dude. Yeah. That's a big dude. Yeah, but I mean, shit, his name is Big B's. <laughs> and then what, so what happened, man? Because I'm curious uh, about. Now we were we were at a spot. We were, we were at a spot, and I think him and my man got into it. Right. Got into it, where you know I was nowhere even in that vicinity. But I'm familiar with B's because I know him through Bills and, and my Brooklyn niggas. And this is my man who I know him has a temper problem. Right. So. Let me go outside and talk to Bees and see what's going on. But Bees hadn't yet quite calmed down yet. So he stole off on me. And then so once he stole off on me, we got to get it in, in the middle of the street. So we got it in, you know, we got it in as long as we could. And then the cops was coming. Um, so when the cops was coming, I, I picked him up and said, no, we got we to gotta go. Come on, walk around the corner. We going to walk around this corner. And nobody, continue no, it? No, no, nobody oh. got to go to jail. Right, right, right. No, nobody got to go to jail. So Wait, we walked around the corner. You said you picked him up. Yeah, he was on the ground. Jesus Christ. Hold up. But I don't know if we both were on the ground. It was, it was a fight. <laughs> right. It was a fight. A tussle. I'm not saying I knocked him out. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not saying that. But <laughs> once I, my point in saying right, that I is you, I saw you. the police first. Right. F- driving from down the block. So once I saw that in my head, that was it. this fight is over. Yes. Now, I need you, we both need. <laughs> to, to have each other's back. To probably walk around the corner and let them do whatever they're doing. And I'm famous, so you stay here, and I'll go talk to them, if anything, and then everybody will go about their business. So, and then the next day I was able to speak to Bills and, and you know, our mutual acquaintances yeah. and, and, and Squash. And I've seen, I've seen Bees in the strip club a million times. I'm trying to have him on my podcast because he does music. Yes. Right. Uh, so Bees is cool, man. So yeah, though, then tax went on. That's where tax is <laughs> fucking great, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so the moral of the story is: don't run up on Joe Bunn because he's nice with his fucking hands. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not that way. Right. I'm never gonna hit you unless I'm hit. Right. Yeah, I told tax that. I, I told uh, when, when I think tax was a little uneasy about where we stood. stood. Right, right, right. And I saw him. I, I think it might have been a Henny Palooza. Yes. Uh, That's the last he, time I saw you guys. After yeah, that episode, when talking. he gave Nori that that fuckhead ass uh, version, he gave him, but it was a good podcast, so we leave that alone. But when I saw a tax, I said, "Listen, bro, I still fuck with you. I still enjoy you. And even in that moment, in that podcast, it was a great podcast. I don't never feel no way about shit Excellent. until somebody touches me. Don't touch him. Man. All the tweets, you know, all of the you being you. Yes." I encourage that. So, which is why today, I think some of the fans are still confused about where him and I stand. Of course, of course, because people, online, people get locked in. you know, we curse each other out. Right. Fuck you, you whack. It's a podcast war, but 
him and I understand each other at the end of the day. So I think that's real dope. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, yo, internet's Joe Button. What a Combat great podcast, Jack show. man. Uh, I, Ra- Rage in the Machine is out in Rage stores the right now. In stores Let's right not forget that. Go pick it up. This Go is independent. Download it. Yes, it's, it's very important. Every sale counts. Yes, every when sale counts. In, yeah. How's, so, yeah. It, how's the sales going right now, man? I wouldn't know. Okay. I wouldn't know. I know the number I need to hit throughout the life of the project for this to be successful, for us to generate income. That's the number I know. I'm and, not sharing it here. And do you have do you have a a, a tour lined up to to support this? Yeah, okay. yeah. We on, we on the road as we speak. Okay. We did New York. Uh, we did uh, fucking. What did I just? I did Boston. Did Connecticut. Uh, we got Philly coming, and we hitting the Midwest and the West Coast. We're taking this thing on the road. How's your overseas love? I'm going over there. Where going, you going? Uh, shit, I don't know yet. Okay. Because there's so many different places. We want to hit Europe this year. Yes. Uh, we want to hit Canada this year, and then my manager keeps trying to get me to Australia, but. You haven't been to Australia, Joe? No. Why not? That's I have a thing about flights that are 20 hours mm. and above. Mm. I've been to Hong Kong, and that flight was 21 hours. 21, yeah. And man, I said, I will never do this again. The bag has to be so worth it for me to do it. I had the worst experience on a plane. I don't do well. Well, what happened? Just my nerves. Like you, you, you can't, you can't be confined. Right. That yeah, I can't be confined that long to a seat. So what happened? Were you walking around like fucking with the assist, like the stewardesses? And no, shit? I went to sleep and woke up and had a whole another day in front of the, <laughs> in front of me on the plane. <laughs> Fuck that, no. So if it's a twenty-hour flight, but my manager and I'm seeing more people Instagramming from Australia and from Africa's not a long flight, but I, I want to go there. I definitely want to go to. Africa. I want to go to Africa. Yes. I want to hit Africa what, before what, I get what, to Australia. What, what country specifically? Any country? I'm, 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 damn, it was recommended to me which right. one to go to. I'm not sure because I've right. never been. Like, I've th- never th- been to th- any of them. I think we them. have South Africa. We got to go to. Hey, li- hey, listen, we got to do an interview in South Africa soon. Yes, I can't wait. Wow, how about that Joe, would be Joe, big. How about Joe Button as our live guest? That'd like, be dope. That, that would that be, would be so super big. Dope. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. I'm listen, in. listen, you hear that? Get these bags, my brother. Let's get these bags. What else? What else you have in store, man? Any TV for you, man? Yeah, man, I got some things that I'm pitching prematurely, so okay. I can't I can't speak on it. Okay. But you know, I want to end this thing in in broadcast te- broadcasting and television. It's something that you could do until you're seventy. Yeah. Years so old. I mean, in case people out there are unclear on what my objective is, it's always broadcasting, fucking television, yes, and I always rap. So I got some really good things in the pipeline, and hopefully God will push them through for me. Um, I love to have a, a big twenty uh, twenty seventeen. Um, what do you think right now? Most honest question, man. Because to me, like everything that I do, this podcast is the most important thing. So even if somebody gave me like the M's, mm-hmm. like I would still have to do this podcast. Because because it's what got me this. Like, do you like this is a primary thing that you do? Excellent. Yeah. No, the, the, Excellent. but my podcast is going to happen by hook or by crook. Right. No matter what's happening with me, whether it's tour, whether it's television. The podcast you can it you can do it anywhere. It's, it's no excuse to not do one, and it keeps. I hate the word, but it keeps you relevant. It does keep you relevant. I mean, it's important. Yes, it's important. I mean, now that I actually know the the weight, pardon me, in the in that community and how heavy that podcast community is of listeners, you know, and I didn't really know until I missed my until I my first time. Missing a week with a podcast? Oh my god! I didn't know. I right, thought right, that right. you know some casual shit. Yeah, you could just miss one, and I'll get back to y'all next week. Oh no, no, no. You can't do that. They take that shit for real. Dude, the most painful shit is sometimes, and I, I don't even want to admit this, but sometimes recording a show that I know is not my strongest work, but I gotta put it out. I can't not. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather put out 
I, I hate yes. to say this. I'd rather put out a quote unquote weak episode than not put an episode out at all. Because mm. that fucks you. You, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? But I get it. Yeah. You know, but then even that's so funny because with, with uh, my shit, there have been times where we've done an episode that maybe Rory didn't feel so great about. And then if the fans, it was one of their favorite you episodes. Know. You never know. So you can That's the never, flip side. You, you can never, never know. Guess. Never we know. put we out some. It. We put out some. I, should, I thought we put out some shit back in the day. I, I wasn't hundred <laughs> percent. That shit went viral. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that shit. Like some of our big. One of our biggest episodes is some shit that I was like, "Yo, fuck this fucking episode," and fuck them for coming on the podcast. See? That's one of our biggest episodes, That's man. True. So makes sense. So Joe, man, continued success, man. Thank you thank, for th- having. Thank you for hey, coming got, on, man. So we got a lot to set up. We got yes. me and Tax. Set up. This is the greatest country on the planet. <laughs> I love America. The name, the name, uh, the podcast later, LSN. Collabo, Collabo where yeah, you know South mean? Africa. South Africa. Africa. Let's, let's do it, man. Yo, yo Joe, man, I love you, man. I love you too, Thank Joe. You, Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What, what? Slaughterhouse. What about Slaughterhouse? When is that coming? We coming. We coming. Executive produced by Just Blue. Oh, yes. How's that working we out? We coming 2017. Have y'all Fine. started? I, well, we've been started. How, I mean, well, it's been how, four years. But how, I, spoke, no, to, but I saying, spoke to Royce the other day. Right. Royce is in the process of finishing his own studio. Okay. And when he's finished, I think the four, the three of us are going to fly out there and do what we got to do. Okay. And how's how's Just? What's what's how? Have y'all started working with Just? Oh, yeah, Just is but Just is up the street. Right. So, so how, just, how's, just, how's that? Just, how's that sounding with with Just? Is it different? Just is incredible. He's one of my favorite producers yes. all the time. But it wasn't just Just. It was Just Justice League. Uh, it was Arab. It was Ill Mind. Ill Mind. No, Nas wasn't there. No, it was somebody. Cardiac. Cardiac. Right. Right. Cardiac. Right, right. So, yes. you know, with those type of beatsmiths in the vicinity, you're gonna get, hopefully get some fire. Beatsmiths and wordsmiths, man. Yeah. Beatsmiths and, and wordsmiths. Yo, last thing, man. In this world, man, you kind of mentioned it before. I'm trying to figure out, man. In this world where the the the, the sound is changing. And the, the the aesthetic is changing, man. How how do you remain so passionate about your craft as a wordsmith when the world doesn't seem to care anymore? I don't know. It's in me. It's just there. It's, it's what you it's, do. It's who I am. It's what I do. It's 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 just there. And I can't. I didn't. Can't even say. I can tell you what's fueling. I can't. I can't tell you what's fueling well, it. That's the point. best answer. That's that's who you are. It's just there. <laughs> you. That's who you are. Still, still. Very good, sir. <laughs> nah, no, no, what? Howard says that shit, man. Yo, Joe, man, thanks again, brother. Thank Yo. you, Jack. Yes, I'll, see, I'll see you in Africa. There you go, King. What up, man? Yo, this is a great one, man. Yeah, you like this one? Absolutely. I like this. One. You know, we we always measure like, yo, this is top three, is top okay? five of the year. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I definitely love this one. Internet's man, you know what this is, man. Dream those dreams and then man up, woman up, and li- and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Blah. This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Networks production. Much respect to Combat Jack and all the people that's behind them. Um, Basically, got this podcast going, man. I want you to just check that out. Most definitely critique it criticize it but give me as much encouragement as possible just basically keep it a hundred podcast right there on itunes also google play check that out whenever y'all get a chance all right guys